Welcome to Wayne Zion Lutheran Church in Rural Monticello. This is Sunday, May the 7th, 2023. This service was recorded on April the 30th, fourth Sunday of Easter. The sermon is by Pastor Wade Reddy. The accompanist is Pete Temple. The lector is Liz Reddy. Thank you to Ron and Barb Andreessen for sponsoring this week's broadcast in honor of our confirmands and all our Wayne Zion youth. Thank you for joining us today. Welcome to this Rite of Confirmation Sunday, the fourth Sunday of Easter. If you want to join with me, turn your hymnals to page 70 and just pause there for a moment as we begin. Alleluia, Christ is risen. On page 70 in the front of your hymnal, you'll find the thanksgiving at the font. I invite Riker to go ahead and to pour into the font. Blessed are you, O God, maker and ruler of all things. Your voice thundered over the waters at creation. Your water, you watered the mountains and sent springs into the valleys to refresh and satisfy living things. Through the waters of the flood, you carried those in the ark to safety. Through the sea, you led your people Israel from slavery to freedom, and in the wilderness, you nourished them with water from a rock. You brought them across the river Jordan to the promised land. And by the baptism of his death and resurrection, your son has carried us to safety and freedom. The flood shall not overwhelm us, and the deep shall not swallow us up, for Christ has brought us over to the land of promise, and he sends us to make disciples, baptizing in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Pour out your Holy Spirit, wash away sin in this cleansing water, clothe the baptized with Christ, and claim your daughters and sons, no longer slaves and free, but no longer male and female, but one with all baptized in Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Thank you. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Will you join with me in your celebrate insert and let us pray the prayer of the day. O God, our shepherd, you know your sheep by name and lead us to safety through the valleys of death. Guide us by your voice that we may walk in certainty and security to the joyous feast prepared in your house. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The first reading is from the second chapter of Acts, beginning with verse 42, with the following preface. Today's reading is a description of life in the community following Peter's sermon on the day of Pentecost, when the Spirit was poured out on God's people. The new community is sustained in worship and fellowship, shares what they have, and ensures that everyone has enough. The reading. The baptized devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. Awe came upon everyone because many wonders and signs were being done by the apostles. <clears throat> all who believed were together and had all things in common. They would sell their possessions and goods and distribute the proceeds to all as any had need. Day by day, as they spent much time together in the temple, they broke bread at home and ate their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having the goodwill of all the people. 
and day by day the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Today we will use Psalm 23, and uh, for our visitors here today, uh, just we uh, or I will be singing the light face type, and everybody will be singing the bold face type on the psalm. So here's the refrain. I'll sing it once, and we can all sing it together, and then we go. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. The Lord makes me lie down in green pastures and leads me beside still waters. You restore my soul, O Lord, and guide me along right pathways for your name's sake. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup is running over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. The second reading is from 1 Peter, the second chapter, beginning with verse 19 with the following preface. Doing the right things does not guarantee that one will not experience difficulties, hardships, rejection, or even suffering. Here Christ is presented as the model for our path of endurance and loyalty to God, particularly amid adversity. The reading. It is a credit to you if, being aware of God, you endure pain while suffering unjustly. If you endure when you are beaten for doing wrong, What credit is that? But if you endure when you do right and suffer for it, you have God's approval. For to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example so that you should follow in his steps. He committed no sin, and no deceit was found in his mouth. When he was abused, he did not return abuse. When he suffered, he did not threaten. But he entrusted himself to the one who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross, so that free from sins we might live for righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. For you were going astray like sheep, but now you have returned to the shepherd and guardian of your souls. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our service continues on page 151 in the front of your hymnal with the gospel acclamation. I invite the congregation to please rise.
The Gospel according to St. John, the 10th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. I invite you to be seated for the reading of the Gospel. Jesus said, Very truly I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate but climbs in by another way is a thief and a bandit. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he has brought out all his own, the gate that he goes ahead of them and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So again, Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who come before me are thieves and bandits, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. The gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Well, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So we follow this story in the book of Acts, this being the fourth Sunday of Easter, you remember Peter, after being filled with the Holy Spirit and going out and was teaching and was sharing Joel's prophecy with the people and sharing with them that it was the religious leaders and it was also you who handed Jesus over to be crucified. They said, what is it that we should do? And Peter said, Repent and to be baptized, all of you. To repent and be baptized, all of you. And so we have now followed this journey, all these who had been baptized, and if you remember, we're talking about 3,000 that day. And so they are devoted now to the teachings of the apostles. They are gathering together as a family of God. And they are participating in the breaking of the bread and prayers and fellowship and being together. This past week I had the opportunity to be with Joyce Osterkamp and the previous week I had the, pro- the opportunity to be with Dean Rickliffs. Two people who shared with me how important church is to them. Oh, Joyce would want to be here with us now. I look out and I miss the spot where she sits there in front of the sound booth. She's under hospice care. And her faith is stronger than ever. And each time that we gather, we gather in breaking bread. And we talk about the gift of eternal life what that looks like now and what that will look like when we come into the glory of God. When we are given new bodies, bodies that are full of life and love and are recognizable 
that we see the saints who have gone on before us. I think of Dean Rickless. We were going to meet in his home and he had a bout in which he needed to go into the hospital to receive treatment. And you need to know Dean is doing fairly well, but he sends his greeting to all of you. How many remember Dean Rickless from this group? I just, it's just curious, yeah. Dean was a young man, maybe 28, 29 years old, when Pastor Gilbertson said, Dean, I want you to lead the 100th anniversary of Wayne Zion. Cententry. The century. Anniversary. You know, I learned sesquicentennial, and now I've got to break it down. And Dean said, Pastor Gilbertson, how in the world can I do that? I'm a 28-year-old man. I'm the, I, I tell you what, I'll do it if I can gather those who are faithful. And so he called upon those who were 30, 40 years older than he was. And how important that was to him. The story with Dean is that his wife Bonnie died uh, young. And Dean uh, relocated to Marion, is remarried to LaDonna, a beautiful woman. And he reminded me that Bonnie's name is on the nameplate on the marquee when you drive up to Wayne Zion and knowing what church this is. But we know who we are out in the middle of this cornfield. Faith is important. Faith is a 